If you have ever felt like taking a leap into the unknown, doing something you really want to do, but it's so scary to make a change in your life, this is the episode for you. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when... Well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Hello, welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day because today I share with you one of the secrets of taking a leap of faith into the unknown and making a change in your life. And that is the secret of a sacred community. Growth and ascension and liberation and freedom cannot happen on an island in a silo. Community is essential for growth. We just got off. I'm on such a high right now. I I don't know if you're listening to this on audio and you're not seeing me on the YouTube version of this podcast, you probably can hear this Cheshire cat grin (laughs) on my face. I'm just coming off of this incredible workshop. It was called Meant for More. And it was available to women in medicine and dentistry. And it really was a taste of what is possible in terms of loving yourself deeply enough, loving yourself deeply enough, discovering that more is about internal driven life and not an externally driven life. Discovering that more doesn't live outside of us, but that all the abundance and material goods come to us when we focus on the internal validation worth, acceptance, when we stop seeking other people's approval, but we have this deep knowing and understanding of our own worth, deep validation that comes from within. And this workshop was phenomenal, but it's not so much the content of the workshop I want to talk about right now. It's the incredible strength and empowerment that happens in community. And that's what I got to witness. Again, I've seen this over and over again. And every time it just blows me away. You know, I remember years ago, years ago, saying, crying to my therapist at the time, saying to her, I just wish I had a tribe. I just wish I had women in my life who knew me and saw me. And, you know, I didn't think it existed. I didn't think it was possible 
I'd had so many examples evidenced for me in my life and in my career, especially in medicine and dentistry, especially in business, of women who actually pushed each other down, who actually bought into that patriarchal concept of needing to show one another up, that competitive essence. Or, that, so that was one component of what I'd have had evidenced for me in terms of friendships with women. The other thing that I had evidenced for me in terms of friendship with women was this kind of commiserating in our misery, right? You can all imagine that that dinner or that cocktail party where you go and Someone says, oh my God, let me just tell you how terrible my husband is, what happened. And then the next woman says, oh, you think your husband's bad. Let me tell you. And then another woman. And by the end of the evening, we've all bashed our husbands to such an extent that we all feel leaving worse. Or our children. I mean, raise your hand if that's happened to you before. I literally had this experience once, guys, of going out to dinner with my close friends all in the dental community who I considered my close friends. And I remember driving to the dinner, true story, telling myself a mantra over and over and over again. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay in myself. I love my life. I'm not going to tear my life apart. I think at this point, I had started to witness what was happening in study clubs and in dinners, that when we got there, we just started bad-mouthing our team members. We started bad-mouthing our kids. We started bad-mouthing the economy. We just started vomiting our stress at one another and then finding common ground in it and pulling each other down. So I remember driving to this dinner with this mantra, I'm going to stay, I'm, life is really good. I'm in a place of gratitude. I'm in a place of acceptance and I'm not going to allow this dinner to make me feel bad about myself. I even remember literally we were sitting at a, um, the dinner was at a restaurant on the water here in Maine. And I remember sitting there and seeing this beautiful seal pop out of the water and telling myself, oh, that's my sign. Tonight's the night that I stay true to myself. And I kid you not, I came out of that dinner and I had an, an evening, a great evening with my friends and I felt connection, but I got in the car and I burst into tears because once again, I had betrayed myself. And I couldn't believe the story that night that I told about my daughter. And how stressful it was parenting her. And yes, there are hard times. Parenting is stressful, guys. Yes. But I conflated it to such an extent that it made me feel so much worse about myself. And I didn't walk into that evening feel about it, feeling bad about her. It's just that was the theme of the night. And so those were the two types of evidence I'd had in my life of what community with women in medicine and dentistry in business looked like. It was either the sense of one-upping one another, striving for more, which is that old masculine paradigm of business and success, right? Like, let me show up, show you up, and I'm going to vie for that spot, that one coveted spot that women get <laughs> in a masculine world, or it was a sense of tearing each other down because we find common ground there, but no one leaves feeling better. 
And when I say to you that community is essential in growth and ascension, I think I didn't understand that. I couldn't have wrapped my head around that at the time because I'd never seen evidence of it. But in these past, this past week, in sharing this program of Meant for More with other women who have realized their calling of being meant for more, not willing to settle for what is anymore, not willing to every year make a New Year's resolution that never gets realized, not to allow themselves literally to open up their journals and see, oh my gosh, in 2017, I wrote down the same dream and I'm here today and I still haven't actualized it. I'm in the same place, in the same funk and nothing is moving forward. And these women who had the same dream of more in their lives, of more joy, more presence, more satiation, more worthiness. And some of the women didn't even know what more was for them. They were like, I don't know. I just know something's missing. And when these women came together in this cohort of Meant for More, the magic that happened was indescribable. And this is what I see over and over again, is that actually there's enormous promise in community of like-minded women who are willing to look at themselves, to take radical personal responsibility for their own happiness, who are willing to say, I am no longer willing to live an externally driven life. I care now about how I feel. And the moments, the precious moments I have with my children, with my patients, with my sisters, with my mother, with my lady at Starbucks, that those moments are what give us the beauty and the value of life and not my Louis Vuitton bag. I mean, that feels great too to some people, right? But it's really that long term, the Louis Vuitton bag is just temporary. It's beautiful. And some of us love those things. And I do not judge that at all. I have some things that I love in my life that I spend money on. But what I know is that those moments are temporary. What I'm looking for is long-term happiness. What I'm looking for is long-term worthiness, that internal validation that no one else can take from me. And that was the component, the nugget the shared sense in this beautiful community. And what I watched was community is the integral par part of growth because growing is scary. Reaching for something that you have no idea of is scary. And it's why so many of us stay the same. It's why people stay in abusive relationships. How many women do we know are in a relationship that is emotionally abusive and they keep telling themselves, well, at least it's not X, Y, Z. At least he doesn't hit me. At least, he do at least he's, you know, paying the bills. At least he's X, Y, Z. Sometimes we stay in situations in our lives that are so painful and so damaging and so relentless because the fear of taking the next step, the fear of what lies on the other side of the unknown is too terrifying to face. And that is where 
community steps in. Because community in an environment like Meant for More or Radical Happiness for Practitioners, which I'm going to tell you, by the way, I've just got to interject here for a moment. Enrollment is now open for Radical Happiness for Practitioners. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that in a moment. But in that shared community of valuing how we feel and our worth and witnessing that in another woman, seeing them elevate gives us that sense of strength and confidence that we need to take that next step. To acknowledge what we need, what we deserve, to identify what that is with clarity, and then to take that courageous leap of faith to ask and to receive it. And that is where community is enormously empowering when we can witness that in other women. And I have evidenced that over and over and over again in these beautiful workshops and programs. And it absolutely is the most critical component because we need that safety net. We need that safety net of other women, of shared experience, of shared fears. We need that in order to have that recognition. This is scary and you're worthy of it. And we're going to hold space for you. You're going to cry and it's going to be hard and we're going to be present for you. And then we're going to remind you who you are and the power within you to ask for more. We're going to give you space to fall down and then we're going to give you wings to fly. And I'm so excited because Radical Happiness for Practitioners enrollment is now open. And this incredible program kicks off on October 16th. And it is an accelerated nine-week program. And I want to tell you about it because this was born from a place of recognizing that Every year, New Year's resolutions, we say the same thing. And if you've looked back over your life and you're like, man, I'm still in the same damn place. Nothing has moved. Nothing has changed. I'm still exhausted. I'm still over-serving. I'm still over-giving. I'm still running myself into the ground. I'm still telling myself there's not enough time. There's not enough money. I'm still feeling bad about myself when I go to work and I feel bad about myself when I'm staying at home. I'm still going on meager vacations and the first few days of the vacation, I can't even calm myself down. It takes me three days to calm down before I even enjoy the vacation. And then I feel guilty for being there. I feel guilty for spending money on myself. I feel guilty about not spending money on myself. I feel guilty about not knowing what self-care is. I feel guilty about not valuing a bubble bath. It feels uncomfortable. I feel guilty about getting a massage. I feel guilty about not getting a massage. That shame and guilt that just perpetuates year after year and the needle doesn't move. And if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, oh my God. That's me. Or if you're just embarking on the next journey of your life 
and you're opening a practice or you're stepping into something big and scary and you know you want to do it differently. You do not want to tear yourself down this time. Maybe you've changed professions and you left one because it felt so exhausting. You thought, okay, I'm going somewhere else now because that was the problem. Let me tell you, wherever you go, there you are. And learning the practices and the skills of self-empowerment, of nervous system regulation, of valuing and honoring yourself enough to put how you feel first is absolutely the most incredibly empowering thing you can do. And the most successful step you could take in terms of growing businesses, in terms of having massive impact, in terms of creating more abundance and wealth in your life, more time with your children, more presence in the moment, more deep trust in your own intuition. That is what radical happiness is. That is this course. And I created this course to start on October 16th, and it's a nine-week course that completes by in December so that your 2024 can look unrecognizable to what 2023 looked like, so that you can finally move the needle on your life, whatever that looks like. And this cohort is exclusively for women because I have learned the power of community, the need for community, the need for the space in medicine and dentistry, in healing, in any of the healing professions. And please, if you're listening to this, you think, well, I'm not a doctor or a dentist, so I can't be a part. Please let that story go. If you are in a service profession healing other people and you are a woman, this is the program for you. And it starts October 16th. And I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you. And you need to be there. And the power is so much more than the lessons, the weekly lessons. The power is in the coaching. Uh, that is the guidance that we all need. I've tried self-help books and I've read every single one of them and they're amazing and there's new insight, but let's be honest, it's not sustainable. We have great moments of into, you know, understanding, aha moments, but it's really incorporating it into your life in a deeper way where we need that guidance and support and accountability. And that becomes even greater within the community. And what I've seen from previous cohorts of radical happiness is these women create relationships with each other that perpetuate year after year after year. They create a bond of seen knowing, a deep connection. It's so crazy, by the way, to know someone's core wound, to know their limiting belief, and maybe not even know their kids' names. <laughs> we get so deep into understanding with one another. And I know even that sounds scary if you've never experienced before. I, I think that, you know, that's one of the big hurdles that so many of us have to climb in our growth work is feeling safe to be seen, 
because we've had evidenced for ourselves so often that when I show up as me, I get ridiculed. I get demonized. When I show up as my bold, beautiful, loud self, people tell me to be quiet, that it's not professional. When I show up with insecurity and fear, people tell me I should be brave. How many times in your life have you felt afraid to just be yourself? And that is the beauty of radical happiness, is learning not only that beautiful skill of courageously using your voice to be heard in a safe space, but to witness other women doing the same and see their beauty in it and witness how incredible they are and have that reflected back on you from a place of enormous love because none of the women in this group need it. They're fueling it for themselves. And that is the magic of an internally driven life. When you have so much self-worth and validation and deep confidence and trust in yourself that you don't need it from anyone else. You don't need the approval from your patients. You don't need the approval from your children. You don't need the approval from your in-laws because you've got it. And that's when people are drawn to you because they energetically feel that neediness when you need somebody. But when you can just give of yourself because you're overflowing with love and abundance. And yes, we've heard that cliche over and over and over again. You can't pour from an empty cup, but have you ever felt what it feels like to pour from a full one? That is radical happiness. That is radical happiness for practitioners. I invite you to it. I welcome you to it. I'm so excited for you to receive the added gift of community. And if anybody is wondering more about this program, what is it? In the show notes, I will also leave a link for you to get in touch with me and book a time for us to just chat about it one-on-one. And let you know, it's literally starting October 16th. So jump on it. Join us now. It's happening. If you want to see a radically different change in your life in 2024, join us for these next nine weeks. You won't even recognize yourself. And then you'll truly understand what I say at the end of every single podcast. It'll finally land for you. That when you feel good. That is when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. When you prioritize your own happiness and healing, you can be better for everyone else. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a colleague and elevate their day. And if you'd like more insight and support, join me in our private Facebook group, The Business of Happiness Hive. And until next time, remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye.